0: Welcome to the Bible in the News. This is Paul Billington speaking to you from Hebron in the West Bank in Israel. And I have with me today, I have David Wilder, who is the spokesman for the Jewish community here in Hebron. And uh, he's agreed to speak with us about the situation here that, uh, that is going on at the present moment. David, the first comment I want to make is that I noticed that you carry a gun on your on your hip. Uh, have you ever been in a position where you've had to use that?
1: Fortunately, no. I've never been in a position where I've had to uh, use a weapon. Uh, we carry weapons here for reasons of self-defense. There are people that are still alive today because they had a weapon, and there are people that aren't with us because they didn't have a weapon. Uh, and because we're surrounded by many people who uh, not only don't they want us here, but the uh, ends justify the means, and we've seen, uh, unfortunately, uh, tremendous terror, both here in Hebron and in other parts of Israel, uh, that it's a, uh, it's a necessity.
0: David, you and I have spoken before, and uh, you have uh, explained to me the reasons why you are here. And basically, it comes down to a matter of faith. And when I say faith, I mean faith in something. Uh, you believe the scriptures. And I, I remember very well coming into your office on one visit, and uh, on, the, on the office wall there you had a quotation from Jeremiah chapter 31 that uh, just after the incident of Rachel weeping for her children, it goes on to say there how that, um, how that uh, you would come again to your own border. Uh, to what extent do you and the Jewish community believe this to be a fulfillment of what we can read in our Bibles? Look, we have absolutely no doubt that our return to Israel um,
1: in the last hundred years is the fulfillment of the prophecies and the divine promise that we would come back to our land, that we would come back to our cities. Uh, What has happened in Israel, uh, we can say from 1948, and what's happened here in Hebron, could never have happened without divine assistance. Uh, the, You know, the our sages teach us that one of the signs of, of redemption is when the land of Israel give, gives forth its fruit in abundance. Uh, before we had come back to Israel, uh, the land here was desolate. Since the Jews have come back, the agriculture has bloomed. Uh, and the reason for that is because... Is because uh, because we're back here. This is the, the Jewish people in the land of Israel are. It's like pieces of a puzzle, and when it all fits together, you have a complete picture. And uh, and of course, our being here uh, is 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 a fulfilment of a divine promise,
0: fulfilment of a 2,000-year-old dream of the exiled coming back home. Could you just give an indication to me uh, to what extent the local Jewish Community, the average Joe, as we might say, uh, to what extent would they be Bible readers, understanding the Bible to be the Tanakh, of course, the Old Testament? Look, so, uh, people here are what you would call believers. The people that live in Hebron are
1: all uh, observant, what would be called, I guess, Orthodox Jews. Uh, many of the men here are, uh, are Torah scholars. There are many rabbis here. Uh, there are people that are, are very very learned, uh, both men and women there are many teachers that live in hebron and of course the the roots of our existence starts with God and it starts with the Torah the Bible and this is uh, this is the the pillar the roots of our our very existence here and uh, when we read those words, we know that they they have a divine source and we 're trying to live live that that those commandments to live the the, the to live the Torah, to live the Bible.
0: How strong is that faith? In the news a little while ago, uh, there was a, I'll call it a threat, uh, a policy decision by the Israeli government that they were thinking of taking away all the uh, armaments from the Jewish settlers uh, whilst at the same, same time they were, they were giving arms to the, uh, to the Arab, or the Palestinians, rather. Now, how, how much of it can you stand? What would you do if they decided to take away those weapons of self-defense?
1: Uh, I don't think that people would give them over. <laughs> They'd have to search for them. Uh, I don't think that people would, uh, if, if, if this was a decree uh, as such by the government, first of all, I don't think it will happen. I think that the Israeli government understands what would happen, what could happen here if people did not have the ability to defend themselves. Um, but uh, uh, of course we, we, we live our faith. But faith doesn't mean that one sins, sits back and, uh, you know, it, it's like a person who wants to get married, so, you know, they say, well, when God sends somebody, then I'll get married, and they sit at home and they wait and they wait. You've got to go out. If you don't go out and meet people, then it's not going to happen. And the same thing is true here. Uh, our our security is first of all in the hands of the lord however uh uh... that being the case he doesn't expect us you know if somebody comes at us with a weapon and wants to shoot us to say "Okay, do something above but uh... you have the ability that he's given you to be able to protect yourselves and that means holding weapons and and having other uh... other tools that one might need in order to keep safe uh, we uh, uh... we realize i realize personally it would be much happier not to have to walk around carrying a weapon but today it's a necessity you know if if you go out in the snow then you wear boots uh if it's very cold you put on a hat if you're walking around in a jungle so you you know you make sure you carry a a a tool which if you're attacked by wild animals will help you to defend yourself and
0: that's exactly the state we're in here one one of our people over 150 years ago uh over 150 years ago he uh he wrote in a book entitled "Elpis Israel," which is Greek for "the hope of Israel," and uh, in, in this book he predicted a time. Don't forget, this 150 years ago. There was no Jews here much in those days. Uh, he, he wrote that there would uh, be a return of Jews back to the land, and that there would be a nucleus develop. Uh, in this land ready for the establishment of the kingdom of God, by which we mean the restoration of the kingdom again to Israel. Uh, do, you, do your people see the advance, the, the approach of that promised kingdom, the restoration of the kingdom of David back again as it was uh, before, only perhaps higher?
1: Jews, you know, it, it's, it, it's, a common, um, it's a common error amongst uh, many people that what we call Zionism started hundred years ago. Uh, Jews started to come back to Israel with a religious message, message going back to the early, middle 1700s when one of the, the greatest Torah sages of, 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 of hundreds, and perhaps the last thousand years, uh, the Rabbi Eliyahu from Vilna uh, sent his students to Israel. Uh, he himself tried to come here and, and, and wasn't able to make it, but he sent his students here and they basically started the nucleus of a group of people returning to Zion, returning to the land of Israel, to Eretz Israel And uh, from then on in, there was an influx of Jews uh, that first centered in the, in, the, in Jerusalem and there were people who lived north in Tzfat. Um, there was a Jewish community here in, in Hebron. Uh, and, and, of course, our, our hope and our desire and our belief is that in the restoration of the entire land of Israel, all of Israel, uh Israel, and in Jerusalem, of course, of the rebuilding of the temple, uh, and, and with that, the restoration of the kingdom of David. This is what we pray for in our prayers three times a day. Uh, and we know that we are we're, we're, we're very advanced in that, in that progress and in, 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 in that process. Uh, to be able to pinpoint a certain time or day is difficult, but one of the, the uh, fundamentals uh, that the uh, great uh, Jewish thinker uh, Maimonides set down, which many people say daily, is that I believe in the coming of the Messiah uh, whenever he should come. And uh, and, that's, and we, we, we see that, that happening today, the fact that there are Jews living back in this holy land after 2,000 years, having to, been able to build a state surrounded by... I think half a billion Arabs that don't want us here. Uh, Today, Israel is is technologically and economically extremely, extremely developed, much more than most of the countries in the world. Uh, Of course, uh, things here yet aren't perfect. Uh, We still have people that don't understand that this land really does belong to the Jewish people, and we have a God-given right and legitimacy here. Uh, But that's coming along also. Sometimes things take time. But uh, without... uh, Without without a a, a divine hand in back of this pushing us, it could never happen.
0: David, nobody knows the time, nobody knows exactly when these things will take place. But I'm asking you just for a personal gut feeling. Do you see from the events happening today the approach of the great hope that is set before us in the scriptures? Of course, of course. Um, You know, we
1: all hope that it will happen in our lifetime. However, um, <clears throat> our, our personal being doesn't make any difference. Uh, I, I, I would certainly feel very privileged to, to see the coming of, of Mashiach, of Messiah, the restoration of the Kingdom of David here in Israel and in Jerusalem. However, at the same time, I feel a tremendous privilege to actually be here today at all. You know, one of the men that lives here, I believe a rabbi in his 70s, and he grew up in Brooklyn. And I remember years ago we made a movie, and he was interviewed, and he said, when I was a little boy growing up in Brooklyn, to think about living in Israel, to think about coming to Hebron, to study Torah in Hebron, to teach Torah in Hebron, it was something that, you know, you couldn't even fathom. And here we are today. And, and I know that if it doesn't happen while well, I'm on this, in this world, so I have children, I have grandchildren. And with God's help, I have great grandchildren. And we're all, uh, we're all one chain. We're all, we're, we're, we're all bonded together. And uh, I have no doubt
0: that that day uh, will soon arrive. Thank you very much for speaking with us, David. It's been a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you. Well, it's always great to see you and the people that
1: you bring in here. Uh, I thank you for coming in, and uh, I look forward to seeing you back soon.
0: We love you, David. Shalom.
1: Shalom.